Shalom. Today's Daf Yomi is Nedarim Daf Ayin Hey Nedarim 75. And our mission is again dealing with a husband annulling the vows that his wife makes under separate circumstances. So here, today's Daf Yomi, the, the mission in the middle of 75a tells us, Omer Ishto, a person says to his wife, before he goes out on a journey, he says, all the vows, that you make a vow from this moment, meaning to say from the moment that I leave here until I come back from this place. That's the expression, meaning says, then he says, all these vows that I that that you make that you vow from now when I leave until the time that I return are going to be upheld. We're going to say that that's not a statement because even though a, a husband is able to be making a vow, he's able to uphold a vow. He can't uphold a vow prior to her, to her making it, and so therefore, even though Rabbi Eliezer is of the position that a person can annul a vow before the vow takes effect, nevertheless, when it comes to upholding a vow, she has to make it first, make the vow first, in order for him to uphold it, and so too. This is the law with respect to Hakama, but with respect to annulling the vow, this is a dispute amongst the Tanaim. And if he says to her, all the vows that you vow from now until I come from the certain place, he says in advance of him leaving, he says, all the vows that you make are going to be annulled by me. Then Rabbi Eliezer, Omer Mufar, Rabbi Eliezer says the vow is indeed annulled. Uh, so... The earlier, back on 72b, the Gemara has a question whether or not the husband can annul a vow without hearing it. And according to the position that a husband cannot annul a vow without hearing it, the Gemara explains that the words of Rabbi Eliezer are referring to, are referring to a case where, his wife, where he says to his wife, where he says, all the vows that you will make will be annulled when I will hear them. And so therefore, even though theoretically he could have annulled them when he heard them, nevertheless, nevertheless they're going to be annulled now because he's concerned that maybe he'll be so busy when he hears it and he will not be able to have the time to annul them. So that's the position of Rebbe Eliezer, or Sechachalim say, Eno Mufar, that these vows are not annulled because because the Chachamim are of the position that before a woman make a woman makes these vows, it's not it's going to be impossible for him to annul it, and so and so therefore, so therefore the Chachamim saying the vow is not annulled. But if she makes the vow on, this, on a conditional vow, then even though the condition doesn't apply, the husband can annul the vow according to the Chachamim. So they, that's the position of the Chachamim. Amr Rabbi Eliezer, so Rabbi Eliezer turns to the Chachamim and he says, but isn't it a Kavachomer? Im hefer nidarim. If uh, the husband is able to annul the vows that already have taken effect, They've already taken effect and they're they're prohibiting something. If the husband is allowed to annul the vows, then that the action has already taken place and they've come under the rubric of something being prohibited. Wouldn't he for sure be able to annul the vows that have not yet become prohibited? That's the logical argument that Rabbi Eliezer makes. So the Chachamim respond to that. Respond. It says in, in Bamidbar chapter 30, verse 14, Her husband can annul the vow, and her husband can uphold the vow, and her husband can annul the vow. And we learn from here that hafara, that the annulment of the vow, is compared to hakama. Is com- the annulment of the vow is compared to the holding up, the upholding of the vow. Et shebal 
those vows which are capable of being upheld, that comes into the category of being annulled. And so, so therefore, the husband is only able to uphold those vows once they've been once they've been made. He can't uphold the vow before it's made. That's the opening of our Mishnah. And so that the husband can't uphold a vow until it's made. And so therefore, Chalim says, since the husband can't uphold a vow until it's made, he also can't annul a vow that's not made. As we say, if the vow does not come into the category of being upheld, then it's not able to be annulled. So the Gemara, that's the Mishnah. So the, the Gemara is, has a question about Rabbi Eliezer's position, that Rabbi Eliezer's other position, that a person can annul a vow before it's made. So the Gemara says, let's analyze the nature of Rabbi Eliezer's position. According to Rabbi, according to Rabbi Eliezer, who says that, you can, that the husband can annul the vow even prior to the vow being made, we want to know, we want to know, does this annulment prevent the vow from being made in the first place? Is the vow made and nevertheless the husband annuls it? Or maybe it was never made to begin with. So we want to know the nature of the husband's annulment of the vow. So, so the Gemara explains, why do we care? What's the difference how it was? So the Gemara explains that we're referring to a case, Kigon, that somebody else links their vow to the vow of the wife. Meaning to say the wife says, I'm on Nazira, and the, and the other person says, I'm like her. Now, and if you say the vow is valid, and then this person linked to it, then the other person's vow is also taking effect. But if we say that the vow never took a place, in the, never took effect in the first place, then there's no substance in the wife's vow because it never took place in the first place. And the Gemara, therefore, has this question, what, what is the nature of the re- revocation of the vow that the husband does?